Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. It's day 1,394 since we came back on the air. Dr. Clark, I think you said you had something for today? Yes. We sometimes tell jokes on the air to help lighten the mood. It's important to laugh, and we hope we're helping with that, even if our jokes tend to be on the bad side. Speak for yourself. My jokes are brilliant. Uh-huh. Anyway, I thought we'd do something in that same vein, but a little more intellectual, and tell riddles. Oh, I love riddles. Can I start? Sure. I'm tall when I'm young and short when I'm old. What am I? Mm. Oh, I know. A candle. Oh, I know one, too. What question can you never answer yes to? Oh, I know. I. Are you asleep? That's pretty good, but I can totally answer yes to that question if I'm trying to get you to believe I'm asleep and leave me alone. Okay, my turn. I have lakes with no water, mountains with no stone, and cities with no buildings. What am I? Um. Oh, a map. Very good. These are fun. It reminds me of that riddle game that Bilbo Baggins played with Gollum in The Hobbit. Where do riddles come from, anyway? Riddles are ancient. The oldest riddles we know of come from Babylonian school texts. And we don't even know the answers to them. We can guess, but we don't know definitively. Do you remember any of them? Um, who becomes pregnant without conceiving? Who becomes fat without eating? Wow, that's a toughie. Maybe a rain cloud? Could be. We'll never know. Since it was a school book, the teacher might have known the answer and just told the students instead of writing it down. There are actually two types of riddles. Enigma, which are problems that use metaphorical language, and conundra, which usually rely on having a pun in either the question or the answer. How many countries have riddles as part of their culture? Oh, pretty much all of them. Riddling is considered a universal art. A lot of riddles are spread worldwide. They're sometimes compared to myths. Although myths are meant to encode and establish social norms, riddles are more for pushing boundaries and then crossing them to show that things aren't always as they seem. That's an interesting perspective. Do we know any more? Oh, I know one. What is seen in the middle of March or April that can't be seen at the beginning or ending of either one? The letter R. I've actually heard that one before. Try this. You see a boat filled with people. It has not sunk. But when you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? Oh, I don't know. Um, any ideas, Max? I'm stumped, actually. All the people were married. Oh, that sounds like one of the conundrum types, uh, where you have to rely on figuring out that the word single has multiple meanings. Oh, here's one. I just remembered. A woman shoots her husband, then holds him underwater for five minutes. Next, she hangs him. Right after, they enjoy a lovely dinner. Explain. 
These are tough. Hang on. I think I have an inkling. She's a photographer, and she took a picture of her husband and developed it herself. Right. Oh, how, how about this one? I have keys, but no locks, and space, but no rooms. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? Um, a keyboard? Right. You know, this reminds me of that old Batman villain, the Riddler. I always liked those stories, but I couldn't imagine being clever enough to write one. Riddles can be tricky. I think that's one of the reasons why people like them so much. It's like they tap into a part of the brain that we don't use often enough, so it's like getting exercise when we do. And we all know about how important the imagination is. Yes. Yes, we do. But riddles are rooted in fact, unlike your weird theories. They take an everyday object or occurrence and make us think about them in a different way. Okay, how about this one? White bird featherless, flying out of paradise, flying over land and sea, dying in my hand. What is it? Um, uh, you know... I like riddles, but I'm not actually very good at them sometimes. Agnes, do you know this one? Mm, no, I can't think of anything. What is it, Dr. Clark? A snowflake. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, how about one more for the road, and then we wrap this up. This is one of my favorites. How is a raven like a writing desk? Oh, I know this one. It can produce a few notes. That's right. But this riddle actually has multiple answers, which is why it's my favorite. The other two that I know of are that they have quills in common, and Poe wrote on both. Very good. I like that one a lot. Listeners, do you know any favorite riddles? Send them over to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Till then, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark, Max O'Brien, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.